Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform your business and your life. The goal of this podcast and the goal of our conversations together is to help you think, be, and do what you were meant to be. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about reducing their overwhelm, reducing the stress. If you find yourself just having way too much things to do in too little time, or you just feel pulled in different directions, or perhaps a zillion ideas are going through your mind and you're just trying to pinpoint what should I focus on right now, listen to this episode. We're going to really dive into why we think this way and more importantly, how we can think strategically and tactfully, meaning that we're not going to be just aiming in all different directions. We're going to be focused and we're going to have clarity of mind. If you want all that action, stay tuned after this short break and we'll dive right into it. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are using your time strategically and investing in your personal development. I am so excited just to have this conversation. If this is your very first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome hit that subscribe, follow button, whatever it says, wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And for those of you guys who have been listening for two, three, (coughs) five or more times, and you haven't sent this podcast to someone you know could benefit, go ahead and do that. Sharon is Karen. And Make sure, if you've been loving these episodes, to make sure that you write a review or send me a note. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Link is in the show notes below. I just want to make sure that we are connected with one another because I truly believe that your time with me is not an accident. And I'm so excited to have this part of us intersecting. If you'd like to learn more about me, make sure that you visit me on denisegelee.com where you can read articles and get other resources because I definitely want to make sure that you are fully supported no matter if you're introvert or entrepreneur or both or you're just looking for support that you just don't have right now. So just go on denisegelee.com and just maneuver around and figure out where you want to land. All right, let's dive into this whole idea of busyness. We live in such a world that emphasizes self-care and mental health and being beautiful at age 80, looking like a 40-year-old. And we have all these conflicting advice about how to be and do and act and optimize your day. And it feels as if everyone has a right advice, but doesn't because there's always something really missing. And in the midst of all of this, there's this rush. There's this incessant need to be seen. This is need to feel as if we have to move 5,000 miles per hour or less. And that's not counting all the other things that we've got going on in our lives. And that feeling feels overwhelming. You feel me? It feels exhausting because you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm trying to be a good parent or a good partner or a good spouse or a good teacher or whatever hat that you've got going on. And you're thinking to yourself, how in the world can I measure up? I know that when I was growing up, my mom or my dad or my fill in the blank could do all these things and balance dishes on their heads and twirl 
balls at the same time while fixing a mean six-course meal. And it feels impossible. And it feels as if we're ca- we're trying to catch up but always feeling like we're falling behind. And I want to just address that elephant in the room. If you feel as if there is the standard that you can't meet, but everyone says that they're meeting and you're wondering what's wrong with you. I just want to say first and foremost, like without any doubt in my mind, there's nothing wrong with you. Like absolutely nothing wrong with you. I, I think that this is my personal opinion. <laughs> Take it for what it is. I think that social media for all the good that is done in terms of allowing us to communicate and share our lives and to be able to have a platform that was once reserved for celebrities and politicians and people of prominence for like the everyday Joe to have a voice at the same time for us as human beings we want to be seen and it feels as if only the people who just pushed the envelope the furthest the fastest the most outrageous the most like transparent where people were like literally showing everything for full disclosure i remember just watching a uh a, a instagram video of this particular uh celebrity home improvement person and their wife and it seemed like something that my husband called it something out of garden of eden they were all they were all it was all nude shots and they were kind of strategically covering over their uh private parts with hands and leaves and whatever and i was just thinking to myself what the what is this do i need to do this and it creates this false impression in our minds as if like how far do we need to go and that's what creates that urgency because if we feel like we're not doing these things we're not getting raw in one form or fashion we're not effective and so i want to just squash this idea first and foremost before we just dive into anything else the reason why we feel anxious and the the reason why we do this is because we're comparing ourselves, right? I'm giving you an example. We're comparing ourselves to people from our past, right? Our family, our origin, to ideas from our family members or legends. or And then we find ourselves also comparing to ourselves to people in social media. You know, I, I was talking with somebody the other day and they, they told me something very interesting. They said, we know more about Kim Kardashian than we know about our close, our next door neighbor, like the people closest around us. And like, how surreal is that? That we are trying to emulate people that we don't know or people that we don't really understand or we only get a small, small segment or distorted idea of what they did and what their idea was success. So I just want to say that the reason why we feel hurried and we feel rushed is because we're trying to compare or trying to also compete for attention. How many of us try and failed so much to set up careers and set up businesses or set up all these other things based on the approval of others you know i was thinking about a book that i've been reading it's called uh, the raft of stars and it's by andrew graff and i just highly recommend reading it so i'm re- i'm listening to the audiobook of it but and one of the the main characters 
aides a sheriff. And he said the only reason really he why he became a sheriff, to be honest with you guys, was that he said that I just wanted my dad to approve of me in anything. And when he told, this character says, he told to his dad he wanted to be a, a, a cop. He said, well, that's the thing a man would do. And all he wanted to do was just please his dad. And he developed alcoholism. He developed all these other problems because he was trying to measure up to a standard that didn't even fit him. How many of us are right now in careers or running businesses or having families, unfortunately, or being in certain interactions with people because we felt as if this is what a good person does. And then I want you to really ask yourself, who really said that to you? Is it really applicable and relevant? You know, most of the people that said to me when before I even had um, I had my child, they said, you know, you should be a mother. You should have kids. And none of those, those same people were actually going to help me raise my child. <laughs> you know, we often take so much criticism from people we would never go to advice. And this idea of seeking to please, seeking to measure up, it, it has roots from our caveman days. Or it, it has roots in our DNA in terms of survival. It was the, the people that flocked together, you know, stayed together, they stayed safe, and they got approval and they got safety. And that desire that you may have right now where you think to yourself, I just, I really just want to be recognized. I really want to feel safe and secure. I want to be appreciated. Like that is a legit feeling totally, totally legit. And I don't want you to listen to this podcast and think to yourself, look, I, I just need to erase my need to please or my need to compare myself. That's just innate to who we are as people. And I talk a lot more in my course, Amazing Attitude, about how to stop that. Because I really want to equip you with the tools to understand why you're doing it and how to get out of this cycle. And I'm going to drop a link in the show notes below in case you're interested in um, investigating that a little bit more. But I just want to say it's natural. It's normal. And we're not trying to eliminate it. We're just trying to understand it so that it doesn't have a bigger hold in your life. A lot of times I've, I've spoken with clients over the years and they say, oh my goodness, Denise, I don't know why I keep doing these patterns. I know I shouldn't be overworking or I know I shouldn't be in this type of relationship or I know I need I don't need to be doing X, Y, and Z. And they, they lament and they just try to punish themselves over and over and over again and not understanding that these patterns, these tendencies are baked in through our DNA and it's reinforced through our experiences. You get what I'm saying? So I want you to just load on tons of self-compassion and understanding that this is truly a journey to unpack, uncover, and discover who you are. And then for a lot of us, we've never really allowed ourselves to do that because of fear of rejection or fear of being disappointed at first in others and then in ourselves. And I just want to give you just, a, I just want to wrap my arms around you and just give a, a big old hug and let you know that what you're feeling, what you're embrace, what you're ex, 
you're you're going through right now is not uncommon to myself and so many other people who are listening. So be encouraged to understand that you can and will work through this and amazing attitude can help you go more into understanding and unpacking the origins of that. But for our purpose with one another, I just want to talk about first of all why we need to please. I'm hoping that you understand it. But now let's talk about why we multitask. Cause how many times have we heard people say, yeah, I'm listening to my podcast and I'm typing my email and I'm also sewing something and, you know, time is money. I need to try to get all these things together. And you look impressed, but when you actually, you, you may, it may look impressive, right? But on their closer observation, they weren't really focusing and things really didn't get done well. And no one really got any benefit because your brain was scattered. And that is really the hallmark of what I want to talk about is that we have created this culture, especially Western culture, where it's, it felt as if we have to be moving and doing because of us observing, right, what other people are doing. But the reality is that us as human beings, we're wired to be monotaskers, meaning that our brains can only focus on one task at a time. And when we think multi- we're multitasking, most often we're we're not really doing two things at once, but instead we're doing individual actions in rapid succession or task switching, and we're not doing work well. And there was one study that came out that said that just 2.5%, just 2.5% of people are able to multitask efficiently. And I I doubt that I'm part of that 2.5%. You know, and for the most of us, we get stressed and we over we get overwhelmed by trying to flip flop for between two different things at once. And this may not be apparent or impactful when we're doing tasks like simple as listening to music while walking or folding laundry while watching TV. But when the stakes are high, when we have bigger complex activities. This negative, this is negative and it can really impact our lives. For example, I, I remember I was having a conversation with my husband and um, I was telling him that I don't listen to rap music or really high tempo music. I, I try to not listen to anything at all. And if I do listen to it, it's very just audio only and allows my brain to focus because think about it, I'm driving a car, something that could a ton piece of machinery that can plow into things and people. And if I'm distracted or, or or emotionally aroused or just like in that frame of mind where I just can't think straight, then I'm not only potentially putting myself in a dangerous situation, I'm also putting other people around me at risk on the road. So I choose to listen or not listen at all to anything and keep my eyes focused. And that's just one example, but you probably can think about other examples in your business or in your life where you're like, you know what, uh, to be honest with you, I really, even though I thought I was doing things, well, if I really just not, just focus on one thing and one thing alone, I'd probably get it done faster and with less errors. If I had to be totally honest about it, right? I think for a lot of us, we are not allowing ourselves that space of honesty and saying, I know what I think works, but in reality, it hasn't worked and it never did work well. So 
let's get into this idea of monotasking. And what monotasking is literally just choosing to do one thing at a time. Like, for, for example, let's talk about doctors. Let's talk about medical care, care, okay? And let's think about surgeons. Like, people assume that a surgeon's skill is primarily in the precision and the steadiness of his or her hands, right? Well, there's some truth to that. The true gift of a surgeon is the ability to single-mindedly focus on one person and complete a series of tasks over the course of many hours. So just one little thing at a time. Not getting yourself distracted, turning off the phone, making sure that you're not trying to listen to all these other this noise. And the reason why I think for a lot of us, we feel as if we have to have all ears on all different things at times. We feel as if we're going to miss it. We're going to lose our ability to catch an opportunity and, and not let it slip through our, our hands. And I want to let you know that if there's something that is meant for you, that is designed, that's custom for you, I need you to have the faith that it will manifest, just not in the form that you want. And so us doing this I, this grabbing, is it stems to a bigger issue and of scarcity. We believe that good things can't happen. And if something does happen, we have to grab on it with tight fists. And I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want you to be in this desperate state of mind. Because when we're in a desperate state of mind, where we feel like we have to do so many different things and we have to be a part of the activities and we do things sloppily, we actually, in a weird kind of way, confirm our worst fears. And when we do things sloppily, then people eventually will take notice and then we will get less opportunities and then we get more desperate and then we perform even worse out of fear and anxiety and stress and then even less things come come to pass. And I just want to explain to you that this desire that you may have where you think, my goodness, I really, 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 really need to be seen and heard. And I just need to make sure I take advantage of this because I don't know when I'm going to have a chance. I want to explain to you that you should not sabotage yourself into thinking that you cannot find new opportunities. I need you to keep reminding yourself that If I do this one thing with excellence, I can do another thing with excellence. And I don't have to move at lightning speed. I don't have to have my worth dependent on what other people view of me. Because I am the only person who should be judging what is worthy of my time and the the worth of the skills that I bring and the quality of my work. It can never be judged by anybody else. Okay, and we're mo- when we move into that space, and we move into creating blocks, even little. I'm just challenging, even giving yourself at least ten minutes a day. Turn off your phone. Silence the notifications. Step away from the desk, <laughs> and just allow yourself that peace. You will be amazed. New thoughts, new ideas, new ways to optimize. Increase your productivity will have if you allow that space. And I want you to welcome the space because for a lot of us, we have been hoodwinked to believe that we have to be moving and shaking. And the reality is the people who contribute the most and not just their lives, 
spot in their world are the ones that have a mindfulness routine. They are the ones who invest in their personal development. They are the ones that say way more no's than yeses. They are the ones who allow themselves that space where they can just say, you know what? I think my intuition is telling me that I need to move in this direction. That I thought that this was important, but you know, on reflection, you know, I don't really believe this is the opportunity. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I do know that if I allow myself to enjoy the process, not going through the motions, that's there's a difference, okay? Allowing myself to work through my fears and anxieties instead of running away from it, run from it, instead of trying to medicate it or try to dismiss it and try to battle it out into oblivion, we can actually learn to be still with our thoughts and learn to appreciate quiet. I remember talking with this one young lady and every time I saw her, she was always, always looking at her phone, just tapping, 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 tapping. And it wasn't a shock when she did open her mouth, when she did share, when she did interface with me. It was just a long stream of consciousness. And it was clear that the silence scared her. And I have a question to ask you. Is the silence scaring you? Why is it? Are you trying to avoid things that make you feel uncomfortable? And I'm not sitting here and trying to tell you to run into the fire, you know. And I'm not trying to explain that just this podcast alone is going to resolve it. That's why I have courses like Amazing Attitude to help us dig in deeper. But I, what I am saying is that I want you to really get curious and really ask yourself, what about doing things one at a time or allowing gaps in my life, like 10 minutes of time, or maybe not tag teaming a whole bunch of activities all at once in the same day? What do I feel afraid of just having a slower pace? Is it because memories pop up that you don't want to pop up? Are you trying to avoid feeling shame and guilt for things that you couldn't accomplish before? I don't really know. You need to have that honest conversation with yourselves, okay? Because I truly believe that once we have that introspection, we'll be able to have more clarity. And with clarity comes the ability to make strategic moves. Well, let's kind of recap everything that we talked about. I, You know, I truly believe that we live in a culture that emphasizes business and hurriedness over patience and practicality. And it's caused, it's built into our DNA and it's caused by our recent innovations, especially with technology and social media, the need to be seen, the need to be pleased, and the need to have affirmation. And it comes from our family, comes from all sorts of things. But I want to let you know that your worth and your worth alone does not come from the things that you do, but your passion and your ability to good, do a good job. And we can't do a do, good job trying to do 5,000 things at once. It just it doesn't work. Allow yourself that space to do monotasking. We know that multitasking does not work at all. And despite what anyone says, we can allow ourselves the discipline to enjoy the silence. And it gives us a space to see 
more things that we couldn't otherwise see. And I want you to investigate if you feel as if you need to be doing 5,000 things at once, what's the reason behind it? You are the only one that can be able to answer that question. Okay. Well, that is it. As always, I truly enjoy our time with one another. If you've been loving these podcasts, make sure you share it and make sure that you write me a review that way other people can see it. And lastly, if you'd like to get in contact with me, want to have a request for somebody to show up or just, just anything else, write me at podcast at denisegelee.com. I'd love to hear from you. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.